The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Well, well, well. They said they couldn't be done. I said they <laughs> couldn't be done. It's all right. It couldn't be done. It's fine. It's fine. Because guess what? It's episode 102, and the Celtics just keep on winning. Uh, the Thunder are the second hottest team in the league. And don't even ask about our Lakers right now. Just don't. Not my Lakers. About that. Not my Lakers. Couldn't no. be me. I don't know what Torian Prince is doing, but I, anyway, we'll take a trip around the league and discuss the state of the New York Knickerbockers with Bleacher Report's Dan Valley on today's episode. I'm Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack Ahmed He's going to try another three. Mr. LeBron James. Dampa Valley, writer for Bleach Report, host of Hardwood Knox Podcast. Welcome back for your fourth or fifth appearance, I feel like, on the show. One of our one of our favorite guests. Five Dan, how you been, man? Yeah. yeah. Get the jacket we'll give out. You the get jacket. the jacket out. Yeah. 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 We got to get him a jacket for sure. We got to get him good, a jacket. What's good, man? How you doing? I'm excited that you guys keep making terrible decisions and bringing me back on. So uh, it's always hey. a pleasure to be invited back. And I'm currently admiring <laughs> um, in the background. I've never, why have I never seen the Woo York Knicks jersey behind you before? Oh, yeah. That's a little little mashup of my favorite things. Obviously, as a, as a big Wu-Tang fan and the Knicks general colorway, yeah, I, had to, I had to cop that. I got that at uh, during uh, NBA Con, actually, yeah. when we were there in the summer. Uh, because they had, they had those like rap mashup jerseys. And I was like, yep, yep, that's all me. That's all me. That's an incredible yeah, the find. Back, on the back, 36, Shaolin. It's just <laughs> like, it, 
It's got the whole thing. It's got the whole Up thing. From and the it's, 36 chambers. It's a Michelin Nest joint, you know. So it's it's a fish. It's a fish, you know. I wouldn't be rocking some some fake gear over here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to put it. I put it front and center because obviously it's time to talk to Knicks. Knicks Your might have thirty six wins by the time people are listening to this. Uh, yeah. Well, the yeah. Wu Tang Clan is thirty six chambers. My uh, Knicks currently wow. thirty five and twenty three on the year. Wow. Four and Did six over the last that. ten. Yeah. Um, what? What? Damn. What's? Why is Jalen Brunson not in like the real MVP conversation in any like meaningful way? You know. Uh, I, I really think it's because that Jokic and Shea and Luka have just been otherworldly on a different right. level. It's hard right. to get in there, huh? Yeah, it's just, I mean, he might, I think he has a chance to finish fifth on some ballots. Um, right. And depending on where the Knicks finish with their seating, especially like now you have the anecdotal bump, which everyone does care about of, oh, Julius Randle missed all this time. They didn't have Mitchell Robinson and, and OGs out. But as you kind of, you guys mentioned at the top of this, four and six in their last 10, they are very banged up, including Jalen Brunson isn't playing against the Pelicans on Tuesday night. So, yeah, what was that injury? Like a clavicle sensitivity modulation? I <laughs> I had not seen that kind of uh, assessment before. Yeah, I I have no idea. I didn't even know that he was necessarily dealing with it or when it happened. So, right. Um. Yeah, I mean, and they're they're just now they're missing four starters. Like they're just dealing with injuries at this because people forget that Mitchell Robinson exists and there's a chance that i don't know if you guys had saw but tibbs was talking about like julius randall might actually still need surgery and like his season they're trying to bring him back but his season could be over and even if he does come back because of the shoulder injury and like how like shoulders are just fickle what does he look like like when he comes, yeah. he's trying to play through a shoulder injury that may eventually need to be surgically repaired over the offseason that's going to be like the knicks look so good on paper now because of the moves they've made i'm just curious whether we're ever going to see the full product before this right. year's out. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah, he like Julius Randle has said, like, I want to play through the pain. I don't want to get surgery. I feel what's our feeling on that kind of mindset when it comes to those kinds of injuries? Like what's what's the over under on like successfully playing through the injury without exacerbating it to the point where you're like, man, I should have just got the surgery. I should have just waited. All it I out. can tell you is what I'd do, I'd play through it because I'm tough. And there you go. Yeah, okay. I would just right, so heard it here. through it. Um, yeah. I mean, you see how much these guys are paid? Come on. <laughs> but you better be here's, the, here's the thing, Jack. Those, those, those checks are clearing either way. Thank I'm taking, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm prioritizing <laughs> my long-term health here. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he's got a new contract that's going to have to come up soon. So if it needs surgery, I just... And, and if you're hurt, isn't there more of a chance of you just damaging your value by playing poorly in yet another postseason? Where right. we had built-in excuses where it's, oh, you were injured. Oh, R.J. Barrett was our second offensive option or whatever. And now you're on an actual good team with pretty lofty expectations at this point. If I'm Julius, and like I understand the mindset, and I'm not in the locker room. He wants to be there yeah. for his teammates and this and that. But if it needs surgery, like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to play through it. I'm going under yeah. the knife, and I'm trying to heal up as soon as possible. Right. Yeah. You want to be able to high-five your kids. You know, <laughs> right, right. You don't want them to be like, oh, I want to be able to sign my next contract without any pain. Right, right, right exactly. Yeah. Without like in a cast and using all my like rib <laughs> rotate, like hip rotation to do a signature. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I mean, with Julius Randle out, I mean, Josh Hart, man, he's, he, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of that? The, the Detroit Pistons game? Cause that, you know, that ended on a bit of a controversial note with Josh Hart winning it at the end and yeah. some fouls not being I don't know how they missed that call but I, I'm sure you guys saw the entire 20 seconds that led up to that point was just so 
chaotic, chaotic. And, yeah. and incoherent. I I don't know, but just when you go back and watch the replay, you've literally Dante DiVincenzo taking out like <laughs> two knees, not even just one. It's like right. it have been dual torn ACLs on that play. Yeah. And I always wonder. I mean, the Pistons they probably won't be the worst team in NBA history. Like if they just go on another epic losing streak, and that's a game that they probably should have won. And they, they really needed. Yeah, two yeah. in a row that I feel like there were some questionable calls at the end because that Paolo move was. I've I've heard people make the argument that it wasn't a travel. Um, that argument has not made sense to me as of mm-hmm. yet. But wasn't that wasn't that against Detroit? The Paolo oh, game winner where about he the, about the the travel. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. Their explanation was really funny on that too. It was just like they just basically recited what happened, and it's yeah. just like it didn't right. provide any clarity on why <laughs> he was gathering was, on that first step. So he kind of gathered and then took a step, and then that one he moved that foot, but the other foot. But anyways, Poor Monty. Poor Monty. just a couple of tough breaks for the Pistons who are yeah. trying to avoid uh, ignominy. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of things. Oh wait, quick question. I've heard. I have a friend who's a Knicks fan, and he's like, Jalen Brunson, man. Like, he's in the GOAT conversation for the Knicks. I'm telling you. I love this guy. I love this guy. I, I'm i pretty sure I, I thought Clyde Frazier uh, is seen as, as, yeah. as y'all's GOAT. But where where do you, where, where do you, where is Jalen Brunson? Where is he in the mix in terms of storied Nick or Bacher players? Man, I mean, he hasn't even played two full seasons there yet. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I don't even know where, like, I, I think you could have a discussion where it's when we look back, is there a chance that yeah. Jalen Brunson was a better Nick than Carmelo Anthony? Right. Miles's friend is five years old, so that's important for uh, for <laughs> yeah. contextual purposes. Um, if he's able to take them to a title, uh, take them to right. a couple titles over the next, you know, during his career, retire, become the most entertaining broadcaster in the history of New York Knicks basketball. Cool. Yeah, write a making book. Up, yeah, write a book about how to be cool where he explains how to catch flies with your hand and then shake them up and then release them, then I think we can start having the conversation about him v. Clyde Frazier. Yeah. Um, th- yeah. there, was a, there was a report on like the various phrases that Clyde Frazier is averaging this season, <laughs> and um, I was really disappointed that spinning and winning was not on there. Like Spinning and winning, I guess, has fallen out of the rotation. That's my favorite. I- I think what pro- well, I mean that's actually shocking, but I will say him calling fewer games probably hurts. Yeah, maybe some of like those those praises. No, average get- usage per game, and we've got uh, dishing and swishing at one point two per game. Okay. That seems um, low. Yeah, see the ball, see your man. I mean, that's just something that people say. Uh, I, I needed to rhyme to be an official Clyde yeah. Fraserism. Uh, moving and grooving, posting yeah. and toasting is he. Uh, wheeling and dealing, that's not his. Um, slicing and dicing, I remember. <laughs> Hacking and whacking was new. Oh. He's We're down at .57 a game. Stumbling and bumbling, that's not necessarily his. But uh, the at the very bottom of the list, this one couldn't be more Walt Frazier. Bounding and astounding. Ooh, that's oh, a good one. that's... Okay, Clyde. Yeah, bounding and yes. astounding. But spinning and we'll winning was oh man, such a <laughs> such a genius. And, and then when he would throw a is he on the end, <laughs> right, like, right? Is this iambic <laughs> pentameter? This is, yeah. uh, but what a oh man, true classic. Shout out to my yeah. 
roommate in New York at the time, Sean, and I would just sit there and watch every Knicks game and just be like, is he, is anybody else seeing this? This guy's, this guy's <laughs> coming from outer space with these, these lines. <laughs> uh, yeah, moral of the story, he's, he's better than Jalen Brunson. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 easy, easy. <laughs> a, well, and I think this is also coming from a place as someone who just anytime the Knicks start doing well, like his circuits get fried. And yeah. he's like, dude, <laughs> this is it. And he's like, Glenn Sanity, man. And I was like, easy, 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 easy. Let's, let's take it one, <laughs> let's take it a year at a time. Can you even in, imagine the inflammatory things that will be said when whoever the best player is on the Knicks when they end their like five decade championship drought? Yeah. Like the stuff that's going to be said about the best guy on that team is just going to yeah. be wild. Astounding yeah. and bounding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back. We are going to talk about the Celtics. Um, a historically great Celtics team. I think we have to, we have to acknowledge it. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk spentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bop kids megan trainer bissell puma sarah mclaughlin get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just 25 dollars until now through may 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. And we're back. We're back. I entered the season thinking it was Denver versus the field. Starting to feel like it is more and more. I'm not taking nothing away from Denver. I think they're still, you know, the most likely to come out of the West. The Celtics are the 10th best. They have the 10th best net rating in NBA history. All of those teams, except for two, won the NBA championship. And one of them was the 2015-16 Warriors. And those were teams that like LeBron beat in the finals, like mm-hmm. at his 
at the peak of his powers. Um, they're like historically great, right? In terms of the, net rating, in the terms teams of, that didn't do it were LeBron James defeated them. Yes, LeBron well, beat the teams that were in the top ten and didn't win the mm-hmm. title. Everybody else in that top ten that bodes well for the Lakers. The that bodes well for the Lakers. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> this is I'm actually liking what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. This is great. But I'm currently at a position, you know, as a you know fan of the league, fan of the Sixers, but you know we're yeah. kind of on a break. And then fan of like whoever the Celtics are playing, I'm currently rooting for Denver to win so that they can get home court, like on the off chance that they can win enough games to catch up to the Celtics. But the Celtics are, they're on pace for a 65 win season. They like, they're nine and one over the last 10. I think they're eight in front of like the second place team. They're just running away with it. Um, Third in defensive efficiency. Highest point differential, 26 and three at home, 10 games over 500 on the road so far. Um, yeah. Just destroying everybody. Um, yeah. I don't know that anyone in the East matches up well with them. No, I mean, when you look at their, their record against Eastern Conference teams, if they win against the Sixers as of this recording, they will have gone a, cal- a full calendar year without a home conference loss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Which, uh, I did not know that. That's. I guess that's cool for them. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, like, the one thing I'm I'm curious about, too, is just talking about, like, MVP stuff. What, Tatum is, like, fifth, like, on the ladder? Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, I, but everyone's just sort of like, what, what, like, a lot of people are like, what's it going to take? And I think, you know, I, I get that there's always like, well, what about the best player on the best team? Um, but I don't think it's that simple anymore. Yeah, their team is absolutely stacked. Like, right. they, I feel like Brad Stevens deserves, you know, consideration for executive of the year, like for sure. Um, but I, I feel like they're just really, they they added two pieces that were like apparently, like I didn't realize this, but were exactly what they needed. In right. Holl- I mean, Holiday had a sense, but Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis you know, really. Yeah. I, I wasn't catching all of his games before. I was not high on the Celtics coming into this season. I think they might have been the team I was most wrong about this year. I thought the offense was going to be at a playmaking deficit, and you just have Derek White and Drew Holiday, um, the stuff that you were able to do without Horford. Porzingis has been way healthier than I thought he's going to be. He's been able to adjust to kind of his role where you're plug-and-play, but we'll let you punish some mismatches really well. And what they've done defensively is just absolutely ruin lives. And Derek White, He's not going to win because Rudy Gobert exists, but like he probably should be second or third on the defensive player of the year ballot when you look at just the defensive workload he shoulders. And you guys mentioned how just terrifying they are. There's not, I have the Nuggets still winning the title, but like there's no argument that the Celtics have the best top six in basketball. Like you just look at their starting five and then Al Horford, who's still just doing things at his age, coming off the bench. And there's like some questions about some of the other guys, but you can piecemeal like a seventh, eighth, ninth man rotation together pretty easily when you look at all the options that are on um, the deck. Like even getting Xavier Tillman at the trade, like that's just absolutely massive for them. And so I was so wrong. And there's no good argument, I think, right now for to say why they wouldn't win the title or at least come out of the East. Uh, but I do really just wonder what their offense will look like come playoff time. They've cleaned up a lot of their crunch time issues this year. 
but they're still just like they don't have a ton of like above average floor generalship on this team. Like Drew Holiday's not that guy. White's not that guy. I think the thing that is keeping Tatum out of the tippy top of the MVP discussion is one, he's not going to shoulder the same level of defensive workload as a Giannis just because you have a Derek White, you have a Drew Holiday on your team. Um, But also just you're not going to be the same level of playmaker as Shea, Jokic, uh, Luka, of course. And is that a function of the roster or the limitations of his game? I think it's more so, it's about the roster, but we've seen it in the playoffs. It can be a limitation of his game as well. And that's still my biggest question for them, but it's just, as I voice it, just given what they've done this season, I don't even know that I really believe it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that was kind of. I was like, there's still something off, you know, maybe like Tatum just doesn't have that instinct that's going to like put people in the ground and like he, he still settles for too many threes. But like the more just looking at like how, like where they stack up historically, like they're on the list with teams that won the title and were memorable. They're like the teams you remember from the decade that they played in, you know, like the or they are on there with like two teams that were historically great and then lost to like amazing LeBron James team performances in the finals, like two of those, but it's, it's starting to get to a place where it's like, Oh man, they're like whatever we're hoping (laughs) doesn't, doesn't work out for them in the playoffs. That is starting to feel like hopium a little bit. Yeah. Well, Hey, look, it's good for them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, their team, (laughs) Is there a scenario in which they don't win the t- like? What is right? What is the the level of like? How disappointing is this if they don't win the title this year? Yeah. Is it can they come out of the East and this season still be considered a success? Or if they lose in the conference finals or in the NBA finals, there are going to be wholesale questions that need to be answered. I think starting last year, people like were like, "This is when we need this team to win the title." Like they've right. been close enough times that like this is and so uh, anything short of that for Celtics fans and I think for like how NBA press like views them like it is like they it's championship or bust at this point and especially with this historically strong a you know uh, most of the season at this point I feel like people are going to be starting to be like maybe there is something like maybe there is something to those ideas floating around that like Tatum can't be the best player on a championship team. Um, so we'll, we'll see, but it's, it's definitely, I don't know. It's, it's a smart money out there for people who aren't Celtics fans. Yeah. 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 It's going to be real quiet for some of us. (laughs) Okay. See second hottest team in the league behind the Celtics, uh, keeping pace with the wolves, still holding the nuggets and clippers off, uh, second best point differential in the league behind the Celtics. Uh, and Shea is, as you mentioned already, like, you know, second to Jokic in the MVP voting or MVP odds for the last three weeks. Chet is second on the rookie of the year ladder for this past six weeks. I don't know. It, you know, I, I did predict that they were going to win the title in the uh, offseason after just seeing one Chet summer league game. <laughs> and I don't recommend betting a championship team based on a single summer league game but but hey you could be a success story for 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 the yeah, people out if there. you actually bet on them what were the odds you got on that uh they were pretty good i forget i'm 
have to pull out the ticket. Give me a imagine? second here because I do worn, keep it in my wallet. It's all worn to show down. To people. The ink's gone. You can't prove it's actually a betting slip anymore. <laughs> They're like, sir, there's there's nothing. I like on that here. it's a physical betting slip. Apparently, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. No, betting slip. Went to the book uh, and and did the business. Well, you're looking for that. I mean, that's ethical gambling right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Wait, you, you have it, Jack? He looks like he lost it. It, it is pretending that it is and lost. It is fading. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Be careful with those. Be careful with those. So I bet a hundred dollars to win ten thousand dollars. Woo! Uh, yeah. So I ten thousand one hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so good. That was, they they were and, like you know in the middle of the pack in terms of overall odds to win it this year. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, look, they, they satisfied the Phil Jackson rule, you know, winning 40 before losing 20. They're 40 and 17 now. So there's one little one little nudge of confidence for you there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, man, when you think that they only won 40 games the whole of last, they were 40 and 42 last season. Wow. What yeah. an evolution they're having. That's pre- it's pretty crazy. The other, uh, so I don't know, still keep an eye on them. I still feel like I'd be really surprised if it wasn't Nuggets and Celtics in the finals. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Chet Chet like throws a wrench into the mix with, you know, Jokic like having to go up against different looks and stuff. Like I'm not saying Chet's gonna like stop him, but definitely gets his hand on balls that uh, only Wemby gets his hand on, you know, right. otherwise. So but speaking know, of which What did you see that that the Dylan Brooks's new technique uh, that he that? deployed against the Thunder? High five high-fiving just right after the shots released he's like well the ball ain't in there i'm high-fiving and he got <laughs> there was one where i think chet threw one up and he was almost like what the, the heck was that <laughs> it was kind of interesting but hey i love seeing new the new techniques people are deploying just to to you know for for defensive purposes yeah uh and then my other off-season prediction that this is just the podcast now i just check in with my good off-season predictions uh-huh, um, yep. <laughs> the, but Wemby uh, winning defensive player of the year um, that took a big step forward when he had a triple double with blocks versus the Raptors yeah. a couple weeks back. Um, he's averaged 5.6 blocks per contest over the last five games uh, leads the league overall at 3.3 per contest uh, leads all rookies in points, made field goals, free throw attempts, steals, rebounds. Uh, he's fourth in assists. Yeah. What is you think Wemby's the closest to getting the quadruple double, or Jokic, or who do you think? Because you know what hasn't happened oh, since '94, for sure. I guess, but he would have to do it with. So he'll have the points, the rebounds, and then he has to do it with blocks and steals because he probably won't do it with assists, and that feels harder than having to do it right. with. Like Jokic can do it. He'll get the triple double, and then it's well, can he get it in blocks and steals? I guess he's not much of a shot blocker. I mean, Draymond so. had a triple double without points. Right. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean, Wemby's had a triple double with assists this season. Like, he's he can do it with assists. Yeah. I don't know. He's I mean, probably it's probably the answer. I mean, he might have the, the quintuple double at some point then. Yeah. If he becomes well, my, good enough. Yeah. That's why the thing. And it's also interesting to think, like, of the four players to achieve the quadruple double, two of them have been Spurs players. Yeah. So he's so got that's... a lot of. Because Alvin Robertson did it as a guard in 1986. Oh, wow. Like, wow. That's unbelievable. That's, yeah, that's because then, yeah, everyone else was 6'11. It was like Hakeem, uh, the Admiral, and then Nate Thurman, I think. Damn. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. That's wild that it's taken, it's been that long since 94. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty like the triple double thing. I feel like, 
you know, your mileage may vary on how much you buy into that and like whether that should be something that we ultimately reward MVP over, but it, right. uh, it's pr- like quadruple, <laughs> quadruple double is pretty. Yeah. Nuts. Well, cause wasn't, uh-huh. that was like Russ's claim for a long time. Like the amount of triple doubles this guy gets. Like, yeah. He's yeah. gotta be. I yeah, mean, he but, won the yeah. MVP off that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. That for, yeah. That MVP award was like fueled by his averaging a triple double. Yeah. Like, yeah. The only, at the time it was like, Oh, no one's done it since Oscar Robinson. Right. Yeah. And now Russ has done it like too often. Right, where it's like people are always oh, just a stat. Yeah, guy. whatever. It's just a triple double. It's like now yeah. we got to be like, all right, he had three quadruple doubles in a season. Okay, we'll the, be we're really... the way we become numb to that stuff is kind of sad. Like think about Giannis, yeah. where it's just like you watch Giannis now, and it's like Wemby's the new thing. But at some point, we're just going to become numb to Wemby. <laughs> right. And it's already start. Someone asked, I saw this on social media. It became a huge thing. Can Wemby or when will Wemby be the best player in the NBA? And there was a groundswell of responses that says he'll never be the best player in the NBA because of his like offensive skill set. And I'm like, if anything, Giannis has been the best player in the NBA for multiple seasons. And like, yeah. he has never, everyone came back to like, he's not a primary initiator. We've seen people who aren't primary initiators be the best player. And if you're going to put up, you know, five by fives and maybe get a quintuple double or a quadruple double at some point, right. um, I find it incredibly odd that there are people that are still skeptical of him just because he's big and skinny. I just, right. I find that bizarre. Yeah, I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. Um, like not not like next season, but I think he could be prettier, like shockingly early in his career. Uh, right. Wemby could be. If one I said of the best. before or after two thousand and twenty-seven, would you take which way would you go? Well, that's years and years into the future. Yeah. I don't even know if the world's going to still be around. Oh, I'm sorry, that's <laughs> three years from now. A Carrington um, invent could knock out all of our electronics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Probably around 2027 is like the early prediction, but I, I yeah. don't think it's impossible. Yeah. yeah I guess when's the last time we had someone in their fourth season or fifth season be the best player in the, like was LeBron the best player in the NBA when he was in his fifth season? In 2007 Maybe. or eight. Yeah. I think Probably. that was around when he was becoming the best player. He was getting, cause there, he yeah. was definitely like a little bit ahead of schedule. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, we were talking about some of the Kia ladder races earlier, but you know, we, uh, Dan, since we have you, let's, let's get some, let's get a refined expert opinion on some of these, uh, these races. Yeah. Who else are we bring it on? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan, look at this guy. He's always got the stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> who's this character? Who is this guy? Uh, okay. Well, okay. Let's start with MVP. What do you think? Let's get, let me get your thoughts on that. I think it's Jokic right now. I mean, he has just been so dominant and he's actually improved defensively this year. I think I wouldn't be shocked though if Shea ends up winning because it feels like there's a scenario where Jokic kind of hits cruise control over the last like few weeks of the season and that the margins are so close that if Shea's really going for the award or even if Luca, that they could end up usurping him. But if it was the award was being chosen today, I'd pick Jokic fairly comfortably but like Shea is he he's right there and it's it feels like I know we kind of went through this with Jokic and Embiid last year but to have it be this close this season with Shea and Jokic um so late and where it still feels so undecided is um not something I would have expected it comes back to the entire Thunder I, I was a huge fan of Shea but Thunder being in contention for the best record in the West Shea being one of the top two MVP candidates just not stuff I had on my 2023-2024 bingo card. Right. Yeah. What about rookie of the year? That was a dumb deal, right? It, Isn't it? I think most people had it as a dumb deal as it just being Chet Holmgren. Uh, 
And I think oh, that really? Wemby, ever since they moved him, is like the Spurs decided, oh, okay, he's like, he's a big. He's going to be our five. I think Wemby has closed the gap. And there's a case. I don't know if he's going to, you mentioned defensive player of the year. I, he's definitely not going to win that. But like, I think Tim Duncan was the last rookie to make an all defense team. And if I was going through it now, I think Wemby probably deserves to make one. And so, like, if he's going to be a rookie who makes an all-defense team, I kind of feel like he needs to win rookie of the year. But I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be close. I probably would lean Wemby at this point, though, because he is, he is transformative. Um, it's not even just the blocks. It's just like you ever watch the ground that he covers. It's just yeah. like it doesn't make any sense. So I lean Wemby, but it's close between him and Chet. Yeah, uh, just producer Jabari got only five NBA rookies have made an all-defense uh, team. Kareem, Hakeem, Manute, David Robinson, and Tim Duncan. Um, so yeah, yeah I think he's in that category. He's doing these yeah. things, my God! Yeah. I know, I know. Storied, storied club, storied franchise. Uh, what about most improved? This one's tough. I I still go with Scotty Barnes, but there's like really strong cases for. I mean, with Scotty Barnes, he's improved defensively, and I think as a passer this year and as a shooter. Um, and the scale at which he's done it, where this is already who was a very good player and then made the jump to All-Star. I do think that matters. But you have guys like Alperin Shangoon. There's Cam Thomas probably deserves to be in there for what he's done in Brooklyn. Um, like, this feels like it's going to be like a pretty deep ballot when you're looking at potential candidates. I still, it's Scotty Barnes for me at the moment, though. I got Maxie. Maxie's leading uh, the odds right now. So um, oh, That's actually surprising to me. Yeah. I'm not seeing Scotty Barnes anywhere near the top. I'm, I'm wondering, what's, do people just think that because he's so good? Yeah, he's like way down there, Scotty Barnes. You should, you got, you should go get some action on that, man. You can get really good value. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at him. Now, why is like people like Cade Cunningham's ahead of him? That's, that's weird. I mean, Kobe White is another good one. And I will say, I don't know where you guys land on this. I'd be curious to see. Um, I'm not a fan of second players winning. The award just because I feel like you're expected a uh, second year players because I feel mm -hmm. like you're expected to make this huge leap. Yeah. But to go back to the Thunder, Jalen Williams was already really good and may have just made the leap to like basically or close to an all star. So that's like kind of a name that I could see creeping up. I feel like he deserves it, but he's not going to like get it necessarily. Yeah. But yeah, Jalen Williams has been incredible. Halliburton makes sense. Like I would have thought like if you told me what his season was going to be like i would have thought maybe he was an option in the same way that job ja got it a few years back right and you know it was like went from borderline all-star to one of the best players in the league um but it doesn't seem like the odds are very good on that one so i'm happy with maxi we need we need the wins in philadelphia yeah uh and finally what about doc rivers final post game excuse in may what, what are those <laughs> oh, Hey, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Coaching Max. this team. Coaching Giannis? Austin Kupo? What a wild take. You I told him, this guy? I told him. Don't bring me in now. Wait all, all, by the way, all like unsolicited, basically. Where it's like you're kind of just on the subject of coaching the Bucks, and he feels the need to say, oh, I didn't, I didn't want to coach the Bucks," Or you never want to do this. This is so hard. Like, woe is me. I've been gainfully employed for the past two and a half decades. Right. There's probably a point where it's, we're making him too much of a meme because he has been a good coach, but at every stop he's gone to, he's developed his reputation as like a very good manager of superstar egos. Let's go back to the Clippers. Problems in the locker room, both iterations. 
the Sixers, problems in the locker room, both iterations, the Ben Simmons era, the James Harden era, and now you're in Milwaukee and just kind of like throwing the team or the organization under the butt. Like, why would you fire Adrian Griffin? That doesn't make any sense and hire me. I just, uh. yeah. <laughs> Why'd you hire me? Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the fastest segment in podcasting. We'll be right back. <laughs> the NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. And we're back. <laughs> Damn for Valley. Just got it might chill be. from that laugh. Look, man, I think it's Friday the 13th because it's about to be a nightmare on Pod Street. Am I right, Jack? <laughs> yep. And in no way are you mixing different horror franchises. You, you nailed it. Look, that's how you do it. It's how you do it. When you <laughs> kind of have vague ideas of what those movies are about. But anyway, it's time for the rapid fire round of questions. Damn for Valley, you already know what time it is. We're going to ask you a question. You just chest passed the ball right back to us. Give us your quick answer. Don't think too hard. Just give us the answer, please. So I'm we sorry, can maintain was that our Michael title. Myers just giving those instructions? Woo, because exactly. this must be a nightmare on my street on <laughs> well, Friday the 13th. Is it did I just saw Michael Myers right there? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
because you know that mic is a chatterbox if That's i've right. ever heard one. Oh man do you want to play a game dan favali well guess what you're about to uh you ready i'm ready start the clock brian oh he's so bad okay uh jack you want to go first or I go first? no i want you to go first miles i desperately want you to go first go 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 all right go dan favali check out this list you can pick now only three of these throwbacks from the 90s which three are you picking? We've got Reggie Miller, Era Indiana, Jazz from Malone Stockton. Son. Oh, sorry. Damn. I was just reading. Okay. Okay. Give me that Vince Carter era Raptors jersey. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. Uh the Vancouver Grizzlies jersey goes incredibly hard. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? Sharif? We're rocking that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that Houston Rockets jersey. What is that Drexler? Who's in that picture? I can't yeah, really tell. Yeah, Glad. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is. Bring those back. Why? And that should be their logo right now. I, I freaking love that Rockets logo. Yeah, fantastic one. It's weird. I mean, we haven't even gotten to talk about the Clippers logo, but uh, just just briefly, fans, you fan of the Clippers rebrand? I thought it was fine. I do not like. I was a fan of the powder blue stuff they were doing, so to kind of see that take a back seat was a um, a little yeah. bit sad. I will say. When I saw their previous fonts, I always thought of, do you guys remember the Windows paperclip guy? Yeah. yeah. Clip Clippy? pop up. Um, getting rid of that font is either a W or an L. I kind of like <laughs> thinking about the Windows paperclip guy. So right, I'm right, miss right. that font a little bit. Yeah. But the logo goes pretty hard. It looks a little bit like the Seattle Mariners, but I, I like the actual like compass and ship stuff that's in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Not, not bad. Not bad. Um, all right, Dan, more likely to happen and why? Knicks, Eastern Conference Final, Warriors, Western Conference Final. Warriors, Western Conference Final. Just they have they have the pedigree with, with Steph. Okay. How wow. about this? More likely to happen and why? Cavs, Eastern Conference Final, or Lakers, Western Conference Final? That's easy. It's the Cavs, Eastern Conference <laughs> Final because the Lakers are Torian Prince's team, and that's, that's the problem. <laughs> God, I can't believe it. I can't believe what I saw against the Suns. More likely to happen. Bucks Eastern Conference Final, Suns Western Conference Final. Ooh, uh, it's Bust Bucks Eastern Conference Final. I just I don't know how you can trust Phoenix in crunch time and to be healthy at this point. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, okay. Give us your most underappreciated of the truly all-time greats. You know, someone that deserves to be mentioned, but isn't he doesn't doesn't really get the the respect or at least the recognition they should when talking about all timers. I'm gonna go with T Mac. Do we I know he was injured, but like do we remember what Pete T Mac was like? Yeah. Just like as a we okay, the scoring, but the passing, the shot blocking as a guard, like this is someone who I think if he had the longevity could have been like the scoring champion, the assist champion, and maybe just been making all defensive teams. Um, and him, and I would also just nominate Grant Hill, who I think might have been gone down as like one of the 10 best players of all time, and he never got gotten injured and would be probably be the player I most want to see among legends in like today's era, where I feel right. like his game would just plop right in and he could dominate. All right. And finally, what is the one moment or game from NBA history you wish Twitter had been around for? That I wish Twitter had been around for? Yeah. I can't even think. Ah, I have. Oh, this is too hard. I like feel like I need it to It can't think about be too it. hard, Dan, or else the whole show falls apart. <laughs> All right. So I feel like what if Twitter was around for like the the Michael Jordan, like the shot against the Jazz or even 
Can I go off the court like the food poisoning with Michael? Like that game yeah. and having that whole pizza that whole series would have been behind it. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would have been the memes would have been wild. Oh my god, the conspiracy because the conspiracy theories would have already been flaring up by the time the first vomit hit the toilet. You know, like people would be like, they poisoned him. <laughs> right, right, you know? right, right. My cousin knows a guy. Look, and you're like, oh, yeah. Or there, there absolutely would have been like the counter reports where it's, well, we actually sent Jordan charter a jet to Vegas right. before right. the game. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah. <laughs> what Amazing. really happened there? Well, Dan Favale, you have made it through the shooting gallery that mm -hmm. is the rapid fire round of questioning on Miles and Jack got Matt Boosties. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Um, they can find me on Twitter. It's just my name at Dan Favale, F-A-V-A-L-E. And if they're looking for more general NBA talk, I co-host the Hardwood Knox podcast that is spelled exactly as it sounds. It's the Hardwood Knox. K-N-O-X. That used to be our intro music until we remembered like seven or eight years ago that copyright issues were a thing. Yeah, yeah. Happens to the best of us on here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, darn things. Uh, well, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, first of all, you can follow the hashtag for show links and updates. Hashtag Mad Boosties, B-O-O-S-T-I-E-S. -E you can follow me on Twitter at Miles of Gray. I'm at Jack underscore O'Brien. And that was it. 102. It. We did 102 in the books. 103 Woo. coming at you. Benny and two Georges in the bag, baby. That's right. Guess what? We're going to be back for another one. 103, a straight up banger and mash. Uh, we'll see you next time on Miles Jack Matt Boosties. Bye. Bye. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.